we're live with the very first episode of the Dad Bod Podcast. Now, this is something, if you haven't checked out the Happy Camp, it's called the Happy Campers Podcast on Spotify. Me and my wife do it. Uh, we discuss kind of the, the ups and downs of parenting, what we've gone through, what what we deal with every day. Um, and it's I think it's very good. Uh, so if you haven't checked that out, please go over and check out the Happy Campers Podcast. Um, this one's more for the dads. This is kind of going to be, you know, Haley and I, we, we agree on almost everything. Um, and, but what I wanted, what I wanted to do is do a podcast just specifically for the dads out there. So we can kind of talk about issues that, you know, maybe we don't get to discuss, you know, with our wives normally or things that we think about, you know, cause here's the deal. Men, although we do have it, we, parenting is hard for men. I would say that in a traditional setting, like what my household is, it's like, my wife definitely does much more for the kids than I do. Um, but we also have the added stress, and at least in my household, as far as on the dad's side of you're the enforcer. You know, you're not, you're not there to, you want, you want, you love your kids and you love your kids very much, but you're not there to be friends with your kids. You're there to make sure that they grow up to be good, decent people. And unfortunately, it's hard to do both roles to be the really cool parent, the cool dad. And then also have to be the enforcer because a lot of times it's hard to cross those lines and your kids don't really even understand like, well, you know, one minute we're joking around laughing, the next minute now you're just, you're just being a hard ass. And it's like, it's tough. It's a tough, you know, I, I remember the first time I cried when I punished my daughter Brinley for the first time. Um, and I had to be stern with her because she, she just, she wasn't listening to mom. And I went in there and I, and I, you know, I was very stern. I was very front. She knew exactly what she needed to do, but she looked at me like, like, daddy, why, you know, why are you, why are you yelling at me? And it's like, that breaks your heart as a dad. Cause you know, I remember my, my parents would always say, and, and I'm sure some of your parents have said this. It's like, this hurts me more than it hurts you. And as a kid, you're like, yeah, whatever. Well, I, I really do firmly believe that you, you don't like being the heavy. You don't like, you know, having to be a hard ass, but, what other, you know, you've got to do it. Otherwise, your kids are going to walk all over you. And then they're going to take that attitude and those actions, not outside of the household, and treat other people that way. And my kids are not going to act that way, period. Um, you know, I always thought growing up that my dad was was just a strict hard ass. You know, like if my mom, if my mom would say something, um, I would always know if she was serious or not. Um, and I could usually gauge how, you know, real the anger was and, um, you know, and, and, and if I was actually in trouble as a kid with my dad, there was no, there was no, there was no gauge. It was, my dad was either at home and everything was good. Um, which was most of the time, like I grew up in a great home, but like my dad was a hard ass. You followed the rules. You didn't, you weren't told twice. You were told once. If you had to be told twice, it, it, that, that wasn't acceptable. Um, and so you almost, you know, kind of grow up like not as close to, to your father figure. Um, at, at least this is my personal experience. One, I had a dad that he busts his ass. I mean, he worked seven days a week, um, providing for our family. He gave us a great life. Um, but I think he, he did sacrifice a lot of family time. Um, and so, and the turnoff there is, you know, it's like, okay, so as a dad, you're working a lot, you're providing for your family. And then when you come home, when you have time with your family, you've got to be the heavy, you've got to be, you've, you, because the kids are just, we had, there was four of us. And my mom did like, 
there were days where she's just like, just go outside. I can't handle you. I can't do this anymore. I've, you know, and that's what I was talking about earlier. Like the mom side, mothers do a lot for the kids. Like they do probably the most, at least from in my family, my the family I have now, and then the family I grew up in. And the, and and the dad was always like the firm, you know, provider, and and it's just like, but anyway, so like, she would just she's only so much that she can do with four kids. Well, the dad comes home and and it's like, you know, room's not clean. Why is your room not clean? Get your ass in your room, clean your room. You're not coming out until it's done, and you know and. Oh, you're not, you don't like what your mother made for dinner? Well, that's too bad. That's your next meal. No matter when you eat it, that's your next meal. I'm going to wrap it up, put it in the fridge. If you want to eat it tomorrow morning, that's fine. But you're not eating anything until this, this, this dinner is gone. You know, and like, so, again, I know now as being a father, that's, that, that's, not, that's not fun to do. But you do it because you're raising good people. You are raising respectful children. You're not going to raise children that are going to be disrespectful. And, and, and that, that don't, I don't want to raise selfish children. I don't want to raise children that care about themselves more than they care about other people. Now, on the flip side of that, I also don't want to raise children that get taken advantage of. But there's a fine line that you have to learn where you can you can realize, and it's and it's different per kid. But you can gauge, you know, the, is are the actions are the actions of this kid are, are is are they genuine? You know, are they, are they are they acting this way on purpose? Um, and then you know, oh, or is this kid just a soft-hearted kid, and you know they're just getting taken advantage of? I think you can kind of gauge that, but really has to start with like there's got to be that firm figure that you know when when it's been said it's it's done there's no going back that that is that is you're grounded for a month there's no you're grounded for a month um but you know i again it's really hard to do that i think from the if you just when you finally when you lay your head down at night you're like god like i would love to just be the guy that just plays with his kids and like and we have so much fun together. We do. But there are times where it's like, no, enough. Enough is enough. You, you're, you are, you're acting out of line. You're not listening to your mother. Enough. The game is over. Um, I don't know. It's just that, that, that I would say is the hardest part. Again, I know that the, as far as like the actual providing, as far as what the kids need is coming from the mother more so. I mean, she does the breastfeeding. She provides the comfort. She provides the safety, you know. Um, but as a man, you you have to be able to to turn that on and and just be be the head of the house, be the the good father figure. I mean, you you when, first of all, when I say you're the heavy, I'm not talking about if you abuse your children, you should you should be put in prison. You're a piece of shit. I'm talking about being able to discipline your children in in a way that is suitable to them, where they understand that what they did was wrong. Disciplining your children, whether it's timeout, whether it's taking, you know, phones away, whether it's grounding, whether it's taking a door off the hinges, whether it's taking away, you know, a laptop, whether, whatever, whatever it is, it's not fun because you look like the bad guy. You are the bad guy. You took this away from me. Mom wouldn't do that. Why doesn't mom do this? Well, mom's got other kids that she's worried about. You're the problem child right now. Let's, let's, I'm, I'm addressing you. Let's figure it out. Um, and on, on the flip side of that coin too, you... You have to be able to be gentle with your kids. It's, it's, it's such a hard game to play being a dad because it's like you have to be gentle. You, you have to be caring because you love your children very much. There it goes. Sorry, this audio thing sucks. I'm not using this anymore. Um, you have to, but you have to be gentle with your kids, so you have to be able to do all these different things 
and be so many different things at one time and have to know when it's appropriate to be a kind-hearted man and then also be heavy to your kids and also be, you know, stern. Because um, sometimes your kids don't need the sternness and, and you get it wrong. I mean, sometimes you just flat out get it wrong and you feel terrible about it. You feel like you're just a, a horrible, horrible father. I've been there many times. Um, and that's really the hard, I think that's the hardest part of being a dad is it's like, you're trying to figure out that balance of like, yes, I want to have fun with my kids. I want to play with my kids, but I also have to be able to discipline my kids. I also have to be able to be caring for my kids and be soft to them and kind. And when, when is it appropriate for each setting? Because sometimes a kid genuinely needs you to just be there and just be, uh, just be soft and caring. And if you, if you go the stern route, you know, you, you messed up, you feel terrible. It's a mistake. Every parent has, has made that mistake and every father has made that mistake. I know I have multiple, multiple, multiple times. And it's tough, man. It's really tough. Being a father is, he, I've, I've worked a lot of hard jobs. I've worked, I, and I work with my, you know, I work outside. I do, I do, a, I, I've worked manual labor. I've been in management. Um, and all of them, I've had a lot of hard jobs. And being a father is by far the hardest. Not, it doesn't even compare to anything I've ever done before. Um, and I think a lot of guys can relate to that. You know, like I'm the kind of guy that I just like to ch- sit back, drink beer, hang out, be relaxed, be easy. But the reality is, is that kids aren't. <laughs> they, they they need that. Like you can't just be uninvolved. You have to be. You have to be a part of their life. You have to. You can't just be in the back burner, be in the background. And just drink your beer and hang out and whatever, you know, whatever happened. No, like if you have a child and you, you know, like every guy just wants to sit on the couch, right? You just want to sit down on the couch, have a, you worked a long, hard day, you just took your work boots off. I want to sit down on the couch, I want to eat my dinner, and I want to have a beer. And you don't always get to do that because you have kids that are acting like assholes to their mother. And they have been all day. And now you have to come in and say, hey, you know, this isn't acceptable. I don't want to deal with this right now. I, this is the last thing I want to do. I, right now, there's a football game on right now. I want to be watching the football game, drinking my beer, and I want you to shut up. <laughs> I want you to play nice with your, with your brother or your sister or whoever and, and stop being a piece of shit to your mom. And if you, if you let your kids, from my opinion, if you don't step in, even when you don't want to, um, it just it just it reinforces to your children that that's okay that it's acceptable to be a shitty child or a shitty person and be selfish, and we're not doing that in my household. So it's a tough game. It's hard. And then on the other, so you have to be all these things, right? And then you also have you have a wife you have to take care of too. You have you have to be kind to her, and she's had a long day sometimes when she's at home with the kids, and she's not in the mood. And then you know maybe you've had a long day, and then. You kind of have to get the, you got to get the kids to bed, and then and then you and then you got to have. So not only do you have to be that way to your to your kids, but then when every, when everything's all settles down and all the kids are asleep, and you finally get a chance to sit down with your wife, you have to be loving and caring to your wife, no matter how your day was, no matter how hard your day was, or how stressful your day was, whether it be at work or at home, you still have to have that with because that that is what makes a strong marriage. That's what makes a strong relationship is you you're able to. No matter what, through it all, you're able to sit down with your wife at the end of the day, talk about your day, the ups and the downs. I mean, and and when you do that, you you get to engage. You get to, like, 
I'm, there's a lot of stuff that I miss when I'm at work. There's a lot of stuff that she misses about me when I'm at work. Um, so it's nice to be able to sit down and, hey, how was your day? Oh, I saw so-and-so today. I was, I was out and about. Oh, okay. Well, you know. And it's like, but you can't just turn it off. You can't just shut yourself down because then that affects your marriage, your, your relationship with your wife. Because she's been busy with kids all day, right? And, and then you come home, and maybe you've had a long day at work, and you don't want to deal with the kids. But you have to because that's your job as a dad. Okay, and then even after you get your kids to bed, then you have to take the time for your wife because she's had a long day too, and she wants to talk. And and being able to talk to your wife, even if you you've had a bad day and she's had a bad day, but you both just make an effort to say, "Hey, it was a shitty day. <laughs> Today sucked." Um, but and maybe you just leave it. Maybe maybe that's what it is. We just talk about how shitty today was, and that's fine. But the, the answer is not going and sitting in the other room watching the football game and removing yourself from any conversation because you've had a bad day. Because all that does is separate you from your family. Um, and, and in the end, once that separation starts, it's really hard to, to get it back. So what I, would, what I do in my family, and, 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 and every family is different, and every relationship is different, but this works very well for, for me and my family. No matter what kind of day I've had at work, I leave it at the door. When I walk inside the house, I, I smile. Even if it's a fake smile, I put on a smile because I want my kids to, sit, to know that, every, that, that I'm okay. That even if I've had a long day, I can, I can put on a smile for my kids. Um, then, when it comes time to before the kids go to bed, I'm in dad mode. So the second you get, the second you get off work, you walk in the door, you instantly leave your work shit at the door. Now you're in dad mode and you have to be the, you have to be the dad. Until, you know, they go to bed. Then, when the kids go to bed, you have to be the husband. So, every day, it's like you're doing three jobs, two of them. I mean, being a husband to your wife should be easy. And, and, and it is. I mean, it, it, you love your wife just like you love your kids. But you can't let that be, oh, I've had a long day at work and the kids were terrible today. Oh, I'm just on a time. Here it goes. You know, oh, I just don't have time. I don't have time for this today. Well, yes, you do. Make time for it because that's the most important thing. Keep your relationship with your wife good. Keep it, keep it so that your wife feels like she can talk to you at the end of the day about things that she struggled with. You can get it out of your system. That's and then that's another chance for you to talk about work. You can talk about how shitty your day was at work. You you know, or you or how great of a day you had. It, it doesn't matter. But you're able to get all that stuff out. Nobody's holding anything in, and there's no resentment. You know, like because if you go. If your wife wants to talk to you at the end of the day and you shut off, shut down because it's been just a horrible day and all you want to do is sit down and watch TV, well, then there's resentment there. I mean, whether you think of it or not, whether you think so or agree with me or not, when you shut down and you don't talk to your wife, there's resentment. There's going to be because she wants to talk to you. She wants to, she wants to, to, to communicate with you how her day was. And it doesn't matter what kind of mood you're in. And... and this can be said for wives too, because husbands need that too. I need to vent. I need to be able to talk about my day and say how terrible it was. You know, it's just, it's a lot to balance, and it takes a long time to figure out. And and but I will say, my advice to anybody that maybe struggles with this: leave your work shit at the door when you walk in. Put a smile on your face in front of your kids. Do not let the the crappy day you had at work affect your relationship with your children, because they know. They, they, whether you think they know or not, they do. They can tell that something's off. So play with your kids. Have fun with your kids. And when needed, you gotta be, you got to be the, the heavy. You, you have to be able to turn that off for, 
treating people, stop treating your friends that way. You know better. Act right. Um, and that is hard. And then finally, when the kids go down, and it's you and your wife, make time for your wife. Um, I guarantee you, you do that. It's going to make a lot of bad days better. And this is from personal experience. It makes a lot of bad days better. Um, you know, I, the other thing too that we talk about is like, what, what's the of, you know, a man where it's like, what's your role? Um, what kind of man are you? Right. Like, um, like me, I would consider myself to be, I'm, I'm a very, um, aggressive, uh, and, and I mean this in like a, like, like a, like what's your role as a man if something somebody if something tries to come between you and your family, right? Because a lot of times people are like, oh, th- like this bullshit about toxic masculinity. Oh, toxic masculinity. Being a man is toxic. No, it's not. Honestly, if you, the, the what a what a man should be able to do, and Jordan Peterson. If you haven't listened to Jordan Peterson, listen to him because he is phenomenal. But a man, you he says this is what he says. You should be a monster, but it's but it's controlled. You you. you you should be an absolute nightmare if somebody threatens your family because that's our job, right? I'm not saying you're not going to be, you know, and I'm sure there's some guys that, have, that are some badass military dudes. It's not like that, but it's just like you you are the protector of your house and, and you need to be able to turn that on in, in the event that something happens. And you have to plan for it. Like, I know it sounds dumb, and like everybody in my family, my, my wife's on board and my kids are on board, but like we, we plan in the event that somebody breaks into the house, what are we going to do? What, what, what is, what do we do? Um, we've got uh, a nice place for the kids to go. My wife is actually able to get to our children's room without having to go out in the hallway. Um, there's, a, there's an access through some storage um, in the house where she can go in through a door in our, in our room and get to our kids' rooms. And then, you know, we... We, uh, we we believe in the Second Amendment in my house, so my, my children, my wife knows where to bring my children, so I know where they're at, so that uh, we don't have an accident in the event that somebody breaks in, because you, but the thing, the thing that is really annoying to me is it's like, all these people are like, wow, the world's puppies and rainbows. Well, it's not. The world's a pretty evil place, and there's some pretty evil people in it, um, and if you let them, they, they will inflict evil on you, and so I know it's dumb. Like, I've, I've told my some of my, my, you know, my, my, my oldest sister, I've told her about some of the things that we do for planning. And she's like, that's crazy. And it is, it does sound crazy, but at least we're prepared. If somebody breaks into my house, I know where my wife is going to have my two kids. Um, and I know where I'm going to be, what I'm going to be able to do to defend my family. And, and you, and as a man, in my opinion, and, and somebody, you guys could disagree and that's fine, but you have to be able to be that. You have to be able to do anything to protect your family because in the, at the end of the day, when it comes down to choosing the life of my wife and my two daughters over anybody else, I choose them every time. It, 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 it's not even a question. It, it, it's not even a thought. If I think for a second that somebody's trying to harm my family, it, it, it doesn't, the thought, it, it, there's no decision to be made. It's already been made. Um, and I think that that's a hard conversation to have. Like I, I remember I sat my wife down for the first time. I said, okay, <laughs> this is going to sound really crazy. Um, but I want to plan for what we're going to do in a home invasion. If somebody break, if we hear somebody break into the house, I, I want to be to have a plan in place. We do the same thing with fires. We we have you know what we're going to do in case of a fire. Um, so it's not just like the crazy, but I think that part of being the head of the house is being able to 
protect your family, no matter what the circumstance is, and also be prepared and plan for it. Now, I'm not saying that's going to go perfect, that everything's going to, but if you have a plan in place, at least you have something to go off of. It's not just pandemonium. Like, so I guess kind of how I want to do this, this podcast is I want to talk about things that are difficult for men, um, especially dads. Um, and, and I would say that, that that's kind of a brief summary of, you know, you have to be, <laughs> you have to be the provider. Um, you have to be kind and caring to your kids and also be able to be stern. You have to be loving to your wife throughout the, throughout all of it at the end of the day, no matter what, no matter how shitty your day was. And you have to be the protector. Um, that right there sums up being a dad. And that is, that is the hardest job in the world, in my opinion. Um, I just, I don't, I don't know any other job that's harder. I can't, I can't, there's so many, you have to be able to be so many different things at one time and know when to be what. And, and you can't be wrong. And if you are wrong, you, you feel terrible and, and you're going to be, that, like I said earlier, you're going to be wrong. It's not going to be perfect, but you just have to keep, you just learn every day. Keep going, keep doing what you're doing. Um, anyways, I'm going to, I'm going to wrap this first one up. This is just kind of a little pilot. I'm just trying to keep it, you know, between 15 and 20 minutes. I went over a little bit. I'm at at 21 minutes or something, but, um, we're, uh, we're just going to, I'm just going to do this whenever I can. I'm probably not going to be able to do as much as I want, but as, as things come up, um, that I want to discuss or talk about, I think that other people, that other fathers would enjoy listening to, we're just going to, we're going to bring it up. And if, and if anybody's got, uh, you know, uh, any concerns or any, you know, if somebody disagrees, I'd love to hear whatever to hear from you. Um, Because, again, I don't know everything, but I only know what I know. And there's things that I, that, you know, if if you got insight on, you know, my thoughts or or what what I'm doing wrong or what what could be better, that's great. I I take that willingly. So, um, anyways, we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up. And, uh, yeah, I'll get to do this soon, guys. Thank you for listening.